0: We have another fantastic episode for you this week, and we actually have a surprise for you, so you'll be you'll be excited about that. As always, it's Jessica, and I'm joined by Tara. Hey guys, I wanted to do your hot chick thing. It's (laughs) me, Jessica. That one? I mean, again, I'm I'm down anytime. (laughs) My favorite thing. But hi guys. And we are joined tonight by a very special guest who you were supposed to meet next week, but due to some issues, we'll call it, we are bringing her in this week. I'd like to introduce one of our, I'm going to steal it, her ROG spookster. I want to introduce you guys to Nicole. Hey guys. We're excited to have her here. If you've listened to some of the, well, we've done one listener experience. Nicole has always made sure that we have good content and she helps us out. You might be seeing her a lot more on Facebook posting. So we're really excited to have Nicole on here with us today. What are you ladies drinking tonight?
1: Well, I guess I'll go first. I'm not a polite hostess apparently on the show, but it's fine. (laughs) So I bought a four pack of the mini wine bottles, you know, plastic ones. Mm hmm. And I grabbed Barefoot, their Sweet Red Blend.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Nicole, what you drinking?
2: I am having Coyote Moon Vineyards, and I'm having their Twisted Sister Wine. Ooh. Yeah. I like
0: good things. I haven't actually (laughs) tried that wine.
2: Actually, Tara will be surprised because she knows that I only drink the sickly sweet shit. Mm. But this is actually smack dab in the middle between dry and sweet. And it's probably Mm. as dry as I'm going to go. But it's delicious.
0: (laughs) To each their own. To each their own. I don't really (laughs) like too dry of wine. So I get that.
2: Tastes like nail polish remover. But, you know, (laughs) again, to each their own. Nice. What are you drinking?
0: I am. And I don't know. I've drank this on another episode. But you guys know how we record. We record all over the place. But I'm bringing back my Lacra, my Tito's. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I threw some grenadine in because it's just pretty. <laughs> yes. You and grenadine. <laughs> pretty PFFs. is always good. It is. I. It's because one of my listeners, like one of the drinks prior required grenadine. And the only grenadine bottle they had at the store I was at was like a giant one. And it's just sugar water with a little bit of flavoring. So I'm mm-hmm. like, it's going to go bad. So it's either throw it away or or drink it. That so. shit is good, though. Makes me want a Shirley Temple because they're so good. Or as <laughs> I made up that one week, Lizzie Borden. Yes, last week's drink. It was so good. That's right. I'm so discombobulated this week, <laughs> I apologize. I don't even know what day it is. I hope it's Friday. Yes, but it's a phone, Friday. But my phone told me it better not be lying. I better not wake up tomorrow and it'd be Friday because I would cry.
1: Oh, I would too. I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> Been a long week. So here we are drinking, recording on a day we normally don't. Fun right. fact we normally record on Mondays. We are going with it.
0: Yes. And this week, Tara and I are doing something that everyone has really asked us for. And we are doing our experiences. Yay. So excited. And Nicole is And here I'm just so here, so that, here for yeah, the ride. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Nicole's here so that Tara and I aren't just telling each other stories. <laughs> and because you're going moderate gets, she gives some great witty comeback so yes
2: every now and then I think I'm cool sometimes well we think you're cool so
0: hell
1: yeah and then spooksters fun fact on our listeners encounters at the end of the month I read Nicole's story so we'll get right. one of
0: hers then yes so we're gonna get into our experiences and I'm gonna let Tara tell first because I've been talking a lot so
1: over to you boo Yes. I mean, and you're like the collector of encounters. So makes more sense for me to go first, which is fine. All right. (laughs) So I've got I have one that's like an actual story that is more recent. So I will put that second. Uh, What I'm going to do first is kind of talk about more or less just stuff I experienced in my childhood. Because if you listen to our Q&A, we kind of dipped into this stuff a little bit. So long story short, From what I've done my research as, you know, I've gotten older and as an adult, because as a kid, I had no idea what the fuck these things were. It appears that shadow people are kind of my homeboys, which is scary. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Nice, scary, whichever way you look at it. Okay. So if you're listening, of course, you're into this kind of shit. So you probably already know what a shadow person is. But basically, if you don't, they are essentially like their name. They're these black figures. They typically are popping up in your perifs. Yeah, I'm like fucking early 2000s right now, but it's all good. (laughs) Okay, 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 Jessica, with your skidge, we're we're on the same level. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's usually in your peripherals that you'll see them or just very out of the corner of your eye typically. Some people do experience them with like sleep. Oh God, okay, we'll drink already. Yay, woo! Drink it! (laughs) I know, sorry guys. We've been a little too well-spoken and have... Kind of gypped you lately, but we'll we'll try to <laughs> well, pick you guys, up. you tonight. guys have
2: to talk about yourself tonight. So that's when you trip up the most. So sure. True. True. We're going to be shwasted by the end of this. <laughs> shwasted? Yes. <laughs> yes, because it's always awkward to talk about yourself. Anyway,
1: I digress. Sometimes people who have sleep paralysis, they'll encounter them then. Thank fucking God I've never experienced that. Okay,
0: so. can you define what sleep paralysis is there drink people because i can't say paralysis give me a second (laughs) (laughs) i gotta look i gotta google it i gotta look it up because i'm like if it's what i'm thinking i'm just terrified of the thought of it i'm like shit no what is the
2: one not sleep paralysis but the one where you leave your body what do they call that one again it's what insidious is like all about like the movie
1: celestial uh
2: projection astral projection maybe maybe that that i don't know it's something projection. I don't know. So. I have that. I don't have the sleep paralysis, but I get the like where you leave your body or feel like you're leaving your body a lot and it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I will astral travel.
1: Oh, uh, oh, there's that too. Okay.
2: <gasps> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I got it now.
1: Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for that question because I kind of quickest
2: Sorry. Google search ever. It's all good. <laughs>
1: all right. Sleep paralysis is when during awakening or falling asleep, a person is aware, but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hallucinate, hear, feel, or see things that are not there, which often result in fear. Generally, episodes last less than a couple of minutes. This can occur as a single episode or regularly. So yeah, if you, I feel like Jessica, you've seen this. Have you watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose? I've watched it with you. I mean, like, (laughs) you know, we've watched so many movies. It's like a fucking blur at this point. Anyway, when she's on the bed but awake and she can't move and the demons are like doing what the fuck ever. I think lifted her or lifted the bed or something. Yeah. They tried to blame. Jesus Christ. Sorry, guys. I want everyone drunk. Ah. Blame. Sleep paralysis on that because it is supposed to be a actual medical condition. Anyways, off that little soapbox.
0: But it is called astral projection when you leave your body. Okay, there we go. There we go.
2: That's the other terrifying sleep thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So there's also, sorry, I'm doing a little like tangent with this. There's a few categories of shadow people. The one that's supposed to be the worst is the man in the hat. He's supposed to be demonic. Awesome. Thankfully, I have not seen him. Good. So there's that. And then other entities or what have you is, can just be like a shape of a person kind of thing. Man, woman, whatever. You can't really tell. Now that I've said that, it seems a lot of my memories with encountering or seeing anything like that was when I would be at my great grandma's house, who has now passed away about 10 years ago. And not long. Yeah, I was 17. So my God. Right. Even when I was little, because I remember she lived out in the country. So, you know, that's creepy as it is, because there's no city lights, no street lights, no nothing. And I'd always notice things in the corner of my eye in her living room because they had an open floor plan. So it was like her living room and then it went to like this little dining area and then it was her kitchen. And then they had I don't know if it was a garage, but it got turned into like a laundry room kind of thing. So basically just long flowing ranch style house. So pretty much anytime I was in the living room in that doorway that was going out to that laundry room, I would always catch something in my eye. For Mm -hmm. me, what I can remember and maybe it's not exactly a shadow person, maybe it was more of a ghost, is like a lady with a black veil. And yeah, and I know she was super close with her mom. So, you know, they were, and they were also like super Native American. So very superstitious. Mm -hmm. Never really talked about it. Because of course, you know, I was seven, eight. I would tell her, I'm seeing this lady. Who is that? And she would just be like, just don't talk about it. What? Like... (laughs) Okay. So that makes me think, you know, she saw it too. So that was kind of when I had brought up maybe the paranormal being linked to a family member. That's who I'm talking about as far as that goes. Yes. And I, and then other things too, and this actually, most of it kind of quieted down. Like I said before, when she passed away, I would see stuff in the corner of my room and I would just try to ignore it. So that kind of turned into me getting into the habit of sleeping with the TV on. Just which kinda like is why I have to sleep with the TV on now. hmm So it's not totally dark. And another thing too that was creepy as shit, which I mean, seeing stuff like that when it's pitch black, up until I met my husband, I would not sleep in the dark. I was too scared. I would not fucking do it. I met my husband in my mid-20s, so I'll even fucking own up as that as an adult.
0: I still no. sleep with my phone, either my phone playing or my TV on. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it did start because like Tara and I spent a lot of time together. And so because I was either at her house or she was at my house. She's like, okay, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, okay, night. And she's like, no, leave the TV on. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah, know, fun
2: fact, she mm-hmm. came to see me in Florida when we were both adults with children and we had to leave the TV on in my room all night. I was like, what well, do you want to watch on Netflix? It don't matter. We're just going to sleep, but you got to leave <laughs> something on. But I'm the same way,
1: so it worked out. Yeah, so, and then not only because of seeing figures, I would also hear voices like indistinct Whispering, so maybe I'm just a fucking nutcase or something, but I mean it's scary and I you know, I'm obviously sound of mind for the most part. So right. I saw you both looking at me. A little bit. I saw you both <laughs> looking at me. But you know, it'd just be like whispering where you could not really make out what they're saying. Sometimes I could hear them, and then sometimes it seemed like they're trying to get my attention because mm-hmm. it'd say my fucking name and I'm just like, horror movie. I got a blanket mm-hmm. on me, you can't take me. <laughs> That's
0: funny. you know, no.
1: just kind of hiding. And I mean, you know, as far as that stuff goes, like I said, when my great grandma died, it seems like it kind of quieted down. But then it seems like the last, I don't know, maybe a couple years, it seems like it's kind of came back. But Mm -hmm. it's just kind of one of those don't really acknowledge it, just kind of leave them alone. And for the most part, everything's been fine. Mm -hmm. But when we got up here to Alaska, it did change. Now, most people probably don't realize this, but especially the area I live in, there's a lot of paranormal activity up here, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So, Right. I mean, good for us. So, you know, <laughs> but there's Facebook groups and stuff. My little, you know, niche I live in in Anchorage and mm. such and such, because I'm not going to triangulate my full living quarters. No uh, stalkers today. <laughs> sorry,
2: guys. No, or Next week.
1: <laughs> I don't want to turn into Beck from the show you on Netflix. Sorry. Which is a good show, by the way. And it's like, you know, such and such paranormal happenings or, you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's a pretty active group. I was surprised. I honestly at first just joined to kind of just read shit and whatever. But Mm -hmm. like stuff happens around here a lot. And about, I don't know, a couple months into us living in the house we are in, uh, in now, I did have something happen and it happened in this room we're recording. And so fucking <gasps> going to go through this quick Cause no, but <laughs> so basically for my day job, I have my schedule set so I get home from work and then I can go have time to eat or whatever and then go get my kid from school. So works out for me. So I usually get about an hour, hour and a half just at home with my dogs by myself. So I was just like, whatever had came home Coming upstairs to change, and if you're a fucking parent, you will understand. The pickup lines at the school are fucking nightmares, so I always go early.
2: Yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) That deserves a a horror episode of its own. Like, (laughs) I I don't even – the first time I had to do it, I had an anxiety attack. I'm like, what do I do? Where am I supposed to go? Yes. And then people just act like assholes. Exactly. If you act like an asshole – in the pickup line, stop it right now, or we're not going to be your friend. Fucking fact. <laughs> but anyways, so basically, my
1: my point of that was, I always go about twenty or so minutes before school gets out, and so I take my headphones and I'll you know listen to podcasts I'm catching up on, watch YouTube videos, whatever. I'm in my room and I am I, like I changed or no, I hadn't changed yet. Jk. Mm-hmm. So be a little part of my story in a second. Hadn't changed yet or anything. I was looking for my headphones and I had earlier that morning taken like fresh laundry. Cause my husband goes to work stupid early. He had thrown stuff in the wash and dryer. So I was, you know, taking it out, changing it and all that. Mm-hmm. So it was on my bed <laughs> and it covered my headphones. So I was like, God, I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like looking around, looking around, can't find him. Cause you know, I'm blind as a bat anyway. So that doesn't help. I just stand there and I'm like, where the fuck are they? And then I hear this male voice that says, under there and then it sounded like he was gonna say something else, but it's like before he did, I fucking I I ran. I ran out of my room. I ran down my fucking stairs. I remember I wasn't changed yet because I had my favorite ankle booty things on and I broke one of the heels like oh no get like to get the Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To get the fuck out of my house because my mind didn't even jump to anything, you know, paranormal. It was there's someone in my fucking house.
0: Right. Right. Who really cares where your headphones are.
1: Apparently, you know, whatever. (laughs) Thankfully, I had my phone in my hand. So, like, I ran out of the house. I called Matt, and I'm like, this is just what fucking happened. And he is like, do not go back in the fucking house. I will call the police right now. Just just move somewhere. Like, don't be in the house. And I was like, okay. Because, you know, obviously, if someone was in my house, like, mm-hmm. you don't want to go back in. People are nuts. Mm-hmm. We've talked some true crime. Hello. I don't want to be hacked to death. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyways, so we, uh, we live kind of close to the police station, so they got here pretty quick. They're like, hey, is this what happened? And I was like, yes. And they're like, okay. So they go in my house. They check everything. No windows open. It was springtime, so it's, it's nice in the spring and summer here, so you could leave them open and not freeze to death. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> Contrary and, to my belief. Yeah. You know, they cleared the house. No windows. are Windows? What the fuck does
2: that mean? Drink again, asshole. I was there just, here go. we like, go.
0: <laughs> my reaction was just a look. I was like, what?
2: What did you say? She sounds like she's in a Medea movie, like the windows.
0: <laughs> I know. It's like, what, what, what's happening? The
1: windows and the door. Everything's closed and locked. Long story short. So they come back out and my neighbors were not home. So there's no one there to be like, oh, was it maybe your neighbor's husband? Whatever. And I was like, look in their driveway. No one's fucking there. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is where they park. They're not fucking there. And he was like, okay, well, do you guys have like a smart TV or a, an Alexa? Like it was a dude voice, So it wouldn't have been Alexa anyway. All these questions, you know, logical stuff. Right. And at that point we hadn't upgraded our TV yet to a smart TV. We have one now. I didn't have an Alexa. So I was like, no, nothing. And then he's like, was, was anything on? I'm like, yes. Cause if I think someone's in my house, I'm gonna take the fucking two minutes to turn off shit. I was just like, no nothing's right. on. My phone was locked. Like I didn't have anything open. So they're like, okay. They're like, well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're fine. Like there's nothing you're there. <laughs> like, like he didn't say it like that, but he was like, you know, um, we don't know what to tell you, ma'am. There's absolutely nobody in your house. So it's safe to go back in. And I was like, okay. So, you know, I went back in, they left. I was like fucking shaky as fuck. Cause either end of the spectrum. That's scary for anybody to be right. in your fucking house or whatever right. so I went back in and then I was like well I need to go upstairs so I went back in I went back upstairs and I was like okay I, I didn't want to change because I'm like I ain't letting whoever the fuck get me naked sorry no <laughs> 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 anyway so you know I was just like whatever I'll just fucking like look one more time through my room and hopefully find my headphones if not whatever I'm gonna get the fuck out like I left early because I was freaked out Well, I moved my clothes and I moved one of my pillows and under there, under that, was my fucking headphones.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay, God dang it. Well, at least they were a helpful spooky. Right. That's what
0: I did. But I have a
2: question. I have a question because Tara has dogs. When this happened, did the dogs, Mm -hmm. like they weren't acting out of the ordinary or anything like that? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I, I have a fun fact. So
1: I have two dogs. I have an Aussie and a Border Collie slash Aussie mix. So because, okay, Scout is the Aussie. He's super attached to me. So he would come in here. He's up my ass all the time. doesn't matter where we've lived. Like he's always up my ass. So he was, he was okay, but he was always kind of skittish. And I'm just like, it's a new house. We moved from Georgia to Alaska. That, that was a long drive. It's an adjustment climate wise, X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Well, our girl dog, who who's a love bug and Matt's her favorite person, but she'll cuddle whoever. She would not come in here. She would not come in my room at all. She would sit at the top of the stairs. She'd go in the kids' rooms. She'd, you know, she'd go everywhere else, but she wouldn't come in here no matter what. Like she just wouldn't. And I was like, whatever, you're fucking weird. So it's fine. (laughs) And (laughs) so, you know, she'd never come in here. It's so weird. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so, if you're in our Facebook group and stuff, you have obviously and I have a little woo woo friend who's you know Sarah she's Mm -hmm. super into like crystals and all that fun witchy and healing and all that cool stuff and also made those kick-ass
0: bracelets very amazing I feel so honored that there's a bracelet out there named the Jess yeah they are awesome I'm so jealous like I I get one (laughs) I had a moment where I was just sitting there like there's a fucking bracelet named after me right and it, you I don't have know, arrived, I, Jessica. You have arrived. It wasn't arrived. even like that. It was just like, I felt, I don't know, like I felt this instant connection to Sarah and I've never met her. I've only interacted with her on the Facebook group. It made me feel like what we're doing, like when we talked to our listeners, that uh, you guys, you want to talk with us. And so mm-hmm. like, I don't know, that we're a community. I think that's what I'm looking for. That's that yeah. we're like a community.
1: Yes. It's very close knit. And I, I fucking love it. We don't just post like stuff that's on topic. We'll post random shit and people will be here for it. And it's awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. the reason I brought her up is I was talking to her and some other friends about what happened. And she automatically like she sent me a little care package box. She sent this spray. I'm I think there was like sage and some other protective stuff in it to like Mm -hmm. like sprayed around the room spray the rest around your house. And then she sent me some crystals, which I actually have up here on my uh, vanity slash desk thing, you know, all that. Well, the first time, which we have a shitty mailman, so this could go either way. The first time, the little spray bottle thing she sent broke. Mm. So she was like, it's pretty much soaked into like packaging in the box. She's like, so go place it there. And I was like, okay, cool. And then she right away sent me another one. So when I got here, did my thing, sprayed it and all that. And then it was crazy because I'm not even just bullshitting. After I did that, the vibe up here just kind of felt a little better to me. And then Mm. Harley, my girl dog, she comes Mm. in all the time now. That's good. Yeah. So I don't know. I like I don't think it was necessarily a negative thing, but it just probably I know I've seen like animals are more perceptive. And I'm sure that's why you asked about Mm -hmm. that. So I feel like maybe it was just she's like, what the fuck kind of thing? There really hasn't been too much else exciting. wise, you know, besides that crazy story? I feel kind of lame because my stories aren't like. There's a demon, you know, <laughs> well, thank
2: God. But I feel like the little things, the subtle things, those are almost scarier. Mm-hmm, because right. if it's something like truly fucking crazy that you're seeing, you can totally like common sense yourself to be like, that ain't fucking real. I right. don't know what that is. But if it's something small like that, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, what the fuck is going on here?
0: You know, so that makes it scarier, in my right. opinion. Right. Right. And anytime so. dogs or animals get cautious of some sort of energy, it worries me because it's like, yeah, he might have been helpful for you finding your um, headphones, but he might have been like luring you in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's cool. You can trust me. I'm, I'm a friendly ghost. I'm going to, you know, murder your ass later. But <laughs> right now I'm a friendly ghost. <laughs> Jesus.
1: That's kind of just my, I guess, in a short, however long this has been, little summary of my kind of like you know, experience with it and stuff like that. And then it's just how we talked about before too. Like when you go into certain places and I'm sure you're going to get into this for your stuff, Jess, it's like Mm -hmm. you can just feel when things are different. You get that kind of internal, I think we said it on Waverly or something, uh, that like internal static.
0: Yeah, you get that that feeling. mm -hmm. If you're attuned to like a spiritual plane of some Mm -hmm. sort, like your body will let you know. Sometimes like I get weird goosebumps and I'm like, what the fuck? There's like no AC like and mm-hmm. then it just makes me think like I'm near an energy.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my little fun personal encounters with who knows what. Nice. So, yeah. So I'll uh kick it over to you, Jessica, and tell the spooksters what you want to tell them. because I know you got lots of interesting. I stuff. do.
0: I, I'm going to share two stories. Um, one story I've kind of told. I just want to go into more detail on. And then I'm going to tell my favorite story, which happened in a foreign country. This is an international episode, people. I was
2: about to say, we're getting international tonight.
0: Right? Hell yeah. We're (laughs) well-traveled. Am I (laughs) well-traveled? In my adult life, not so much well-traveled. Because I'm like, oh, God, I got to fucking pay for this shit myself. You know, as a teenager, when my parents paid for it, I was like, let's go everywhere. Right. Miss those days. You are under the age of 18. Stop trying to grow up. I'm telling you right now, it's a fucking trap. I remember when I was 14 or 15, I wanted like text messaging. My parents wouldn't let me have it. So I was like, I'll get a job and I'll pay my own phone bill. And now I'm like, oh my God, like, can I go back to that time where I was that naive that I thought I could work three hours a week at McDonald's and pay for <laughs> right. a phone bill? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> right. So being okay. an adult is so hard. All right. <laughs> that was my little sadness for the day. So. My story happened in 2015. It was around my husband's birthday party or birthday, not birthday party. So we decided to go away for a trip. We live in Northern California. So we were like, let's go to Santa Cruz because it's a really fun destination. His birthday is in August. Kids are going to be starting school. A good time so, to go. Right. We were thinking like it's a weekend, but it's not going to be super crowded at the beach and stuff like that. So we picked up his cousin Tyler and we, which, hi, Tyler. he Hey, to me, Tyler. <laughs> Aaron knows Tyler because they were like, wa- we they were... walked together at my wedding. Mm-hmm. They were, they were fun. So we go down there and then Tyler's wife joined us later. And then the next day, Michelle, one of Thomas's other cousins joined us. And so we we're down there and we got this hotel room and it was like cheap. And I was like, okay, this is a beautiful resort. And there was like a wedding going on and it was so gorgeous. It was, like, how do we get this for like 135 a night? That's unheard of in Santa Cruz in the summer months.
1: Hell Yeah. Um, Most places, it's not going to be that cheap.
0: Right. So I was a little like torn. Is it going to be horrible? So we get down to Santa Cruz. We get checked into our hotel. It was really nice. Like the room decor was straight out of like the 70s slash 20s slash wholesale pricing. So I was like, oh, maybe this room, this particular room is a cheap room. Mm -hmm. Like they were like, we ran out of materials to do it in (laughs) one theme. So we're just doing it all. It's a hodgepodge. (laughs) It is. It was a hodgepodge room. We change, we go to the spa, we go hang out at the pool. Jen joins us and we're getting ready to go to dinner and there's a knock at the door. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, we open the door and it's the house cleaners or the housekeepers. And I was like, hi. And she's like, so we're here to move your room. And we're like, what do you mean move our room? We're not moving rooms. She's like, yeah, the front desk got a call from a guy saying that you guys wanted to switch rooms. So I look at Tyler and Thomas because we were sharing a room. And I'm like, guys, did you um, ask to switch rooms? And they're like, no, we didn't ask to switch rooms. I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, it must be a mistake. And they were like, no, look, it's room blah, blah, blah. It was, I can't remember what room we're in. So was like, Mm -hmm. it's room 204 or whatever. Mm -hmm. You guys called like, no, we haven't even been here. We just got here two minutes ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, you called like a half an hour ago to request it. And I'm like, look, we don't want to move rooms. We called the front desk. The guy at the front desk was like, no. A man called from your room. He said, we do not want to be in here. We need to move rooms. And he just kept saying it over and over again. And I'm like, we didn't do that. So at first I'm like, okay, there's someone else in this hotel that wants to move rooms and can't because they've got their numbers mixed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we go to dinner and then we go and we're, you know, drinking. Jen, unfortunately, couldn't drink because she was pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. And um and shout out to Jen because she's pregnant again. Oh, congrats. We're like hanging out. And finally, I just like you can ask Tara. I get to a point in the night like I've been drinking and then all of a sudden I sit for too long and I'm like, it's fucking night at night at time, guys. Like <laughs> turn the lights <laughs> off and I'll watch something on TV. Pretty sure we we're watching Locked Up on TV, you know, the nice. hotel room. So you're like, what the hell do they have? Oh, this channel. OK. You know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're watching TV, and I fall asleep, and at some point in the night, they have turned off the TVs and the lights, and I just had fallen asleep, so I wake up. It's probably about 3.15 in the morning, and I went to turn over, and I look, and Mm -hmm. there's a guy, Mm -hmm. glowing fucking orange, standing right beside our bed, and I I fully understand that this is an apparition, like... Right. I was going to be like, not even a ghost of fucking like radioactive ghost. Yeah. It's like fucking (laughs) Scooby-Doo shit. I was like, what? And logically, right. This is where I cannot be like, I was a logical person at this point because logically one would think I would scream. I'd be like, there's a fucking person in our room. No, I'm just staring at the motherfucker and he's looking Mm. at me and then he looks over at Tyler and Jen's bed and then his hand was stretched out for the phone. Mm. He pulled his hand back and then he disappeared and I rolled over and went back to sleep. You Just rolled like no over and went back to sleep. He fucking okay. left. <laughs> I mean, he could come back. I mean, he full body apparition and didn't touch a single person. True. I really feel like this person either used to live near there or this is, and this was where he, his spirit has claimed like, this is my fucking space mm-hmm. and you are young, irritating people. Get the fuck out. (laughs) I fully believe he made the call and was like, get them out of my fucking room. Mind you, I don't even tell them this as we're in the room the next morning. I tell them this at breakfast. And they're like over your bowl of oatmeal or whatever. Like, Hey guys,
2: I saw a fucking apparition last night and it was like reaching towards you. No big deal. Pass the syrup.
0: Right. So Jen, (laughs) right. Pass the syrup. So Jen's pregnant and she's just like, there was a what near my baby. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't think he was mean or unfriendly. I just think he was like cantankerous and wanted his face. I think I didn't get a bad vibe, which I'm pretty good at picking up vibes. So I was like, okay, he seems kind of harmless. But the interesting thing about him glowing orange is down the hill from this hotel, there's a, a hospital on one side and a graveyard on the other side. And as we were driving back that night from dinner, I noticed that there was this one gravestone that was lit the fuck up with this, you know, those like solar lights that you dab in the ground. And yeah, it was like super high powered and it was orange. So oh, I'm like, so it was like made you think maybe it was that person. Right. Because we made a comment about how bright and orange it was. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of that same hue. And I was like, wonder if this is the guy and this is where he has decided to be like, this is his space. Cause then I started thinking like, what if he was a guest in that hotel and something happened and he died and they took him to that hospital, but then they, I don't know, buried him across the street. I don't, I don't know. I was trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. That one was really kind of just like, okay. Right. It also taught me that, you should, share that info. <laughs> you should share info with people. Yes. They don't like it when you're like, uh, yeah, last night there was like a full body apparition standing between me and your wife.
2: No it's deal. all good, guys. We're still here. We're, like we're nothing fine. happened.
0: <laughs> and Caden is perfectly normal, so it's fine. Yeah. And so he goes yes. Orange he's, one day. If he's going he so Orange. Oh my god. Jen and Tyler can, you know, blame me. But.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but he's not at the yeah. time being. So no, but I'm I fine. do I do want to go back to what you said because you said when you called the front desk, they said the call came from in your room. Right. And they can i t- I'm assuming they can tell that. So that right there,
0: yeah. But I have little <laughs> faith in people like that. Like, they're like, it came from your room. And I'm like, did you just write the wrong room number down? True. I don't know how fancy their system was. Like, I don't know if it like pops up a screen and it shows them. Like, cause I know some hotels are like that, mm-hmm. but some aren't. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: It was like, cool. Crazy.
0: Yeah. That's my recent story. Mm-hmm. And my other story that is my international story mm. goes back to 2003. I was 16 had my driver's license, thought I was cool. And, <laughs> right, because literally you're like, I'm amazing, usual. I, I can drive. My high school did a really cool thing, which was that when you were a junior or a senior, you could go on an internet uh, drink yeah, an International Student Exchange. But it's not like a traditional one where you go for a semester and then you come back. It was, we had a deal with their school and it was in Graz, Austria. We would go there for they came to us for three weeks in October. Now, I grew up in fucking, like, Redneckville, USA. Right. Tara knows this. She Same. Yes. <laughs> we grew up literally, like, the third largest, what is it? Um, the largest three-day rodeo is held in the yes. town I went to high school. Yes. So we're kind of a big deal in some circles. <laughs> <laughs> Not in, like, you know, the circles I run in anymore, but, you know. Back in the day. Right. So I never understood the draw for someone who lived in this beautiful country of Austria to want to come to fucking Red Bluff, California. Fucking same. Anytime there was exchange students, I'm like, why are you here? Why right. did you pick this place? Right. And a lot of them picked California because they're like, oh, California, Disneyland, mm-hmm. San Francisco, and This is a fact. Even people in the United States do not understand how massive expansion California is. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, it's like we're fucking long as hell. And we might not look it, but we're a pretty wide state as well. Mm -hmm. So from where I grew up, San Francisco was a good three, three and a half hour drive, depending on if you get traffic, Mm -hmm. Um, if not longer. Disneyland, from where I grew up, was a nine hour drive. Ugh, Yep. Right. And a lot of people, you do drive it because you're like, you can take a car full of people and it's cheaper versus, you know, flying. But now I'm like, fuck that. If I'm going to Disneyland, I'm going to fly. Hell yeah. I'm not. Yeah, not doing it. Cannot drive like that anymore. (laughs) No. I will take the short flight. flight. Right. Because how I go is we would leave at night driving and then so we could get there and sleep a bit and then wake up and go to Disneyland because that was like my crack addict time of life. I'm like a Disney crack fiend. I'm like, we're going to Disney. I'm going to drink 17 energy drinks and drive through the night and then be up at literally at the gate. We're going to be wa- we're going to be at Disney at seven. You're like preaching that. to the choir
1: because <laughs> yeah. uh, Nicole's the same way, but with yeah. Disney World. So well, I
0: grew I'm, up, I'm sitting up three there watching, hours,
2: like, three hours away from Disney World. So
0: <laughs> I hate you. I know, I'm spoiled. She's sitting drinking tonight out of like a Beauty and the Beast chip cup.
2: Yes, I'm drinking my wine out of a Beauty and the Beast chip cup,
0: so. Which is like, I love and I'm watching that and I'm like, <gasps> every time she takes a drink, I'm like, I love that cup. Right? You can and get you it won. at Disney World, I know you but can. I'm sure it's land too. $35. I know the price. I didn't <laughs> buy it. Somebody <laughs> else bought it for me, thank God. Right. Every time I'm there, I'm like, I have to buy stuff for my nieces and nephew.
2: I have sent Tara coffee cups. Apparently that's our thing is to send Disney coffee cups to everybody. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have Belle and Little Mermaid. Nice. She has a name, but okay.
1: Okay. Ariel. Sorry. I'm a little <laughs> drunk at this point, but I know. Gosh.
0: Which is interesting. Cause that's like the Disney character you put on your shirt for my bachelorette party. Well, um, that's the Disney character leg. she has tattooed sure. on her leg. I always yeah. forget <laughs> about that. Too.
2: I mean, yes, because I don't see your
0: thigh. So you know. I was
2: with her when she got it. So that's it's why. beautiful.
0: beautiful. Um, it's beautiful,
2: beautiful. But the funny thing is, like, what was it like a couple weeks after you got it? I was walking through Target and saw your tattoo on a notebook. I sent you a picture. <laughs> I was like, hey, look, your tattoo is on a notebook. You want me to get it for you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty because, sure I've been uh, like,
0: I've seen the t-shirt and I'm like, Tara it matches you so yes
1: I will not buy any of that merch ever because it's on me already <laughs>
2: yeah. and it's awesome
0: take our then, word for it
2: because she shouldn't be posting her yams on you know no sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> anyways sorry
0: so I just never understood why any exchange student would come to our area because it's like in October the biggest draw is that my high school had fireworks at our homecoming Mm-hmm. like that's literally it that and I think there's a sale or something no that's a that's a different time sorry people from my bluff I, I apologize mm-hmm. there's something that happens in October around that time I never got the draw for exchange students wanting to come but mm-hmm. I was so excited that they were so my exchange student came her name was Michaela I loved her still love her she's my Austrian sister but then Aww. in March I went to her and spent three weeks now this was in 2003 when I went in the March of 2003, beginning of April. Mm-hmm. And the week we were supposed to leave, George fucking Bush declared war. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you feel about him as a president. This is not political. My grief with him is that he literally almost canceled my trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm? Hello. Right. <laughs> but it was like that time frame. It was kind of a sensitive time for young Americans to be out in the world, especially Sam's parents. Mm -hmm. My school, like, panicked. They almost pulled the trip. They were like, you can go next year. And all the seniors were like, when I'm at fucking college and my exchange students have gone off to college, like, I don't understand. Yeah. So they waited a few days and the school board got together and they everyone went to the school board meeting. It was like, we're going nothing happened they wanted to give it a couple days to see if a terrorist attack happened after the war was declared Mm -hmm. and um since nothing happened they were like okay you guys can go Mm -hmm. so when we were in austria we did a lot of fun things we went and saw where the lippes horses were went to a glass blowing factory and then we went and spent three days in salzburg which this will be later. It'll be like a patron episode or something. <laughs> um, yeah. When I made an Austrian cabbie laugh the hardest he's ever laughed in his life. Uh, yes, that has to be a patron
1: episode.
2: Oh, they Tara's like, oh,
0: I know this story. <laughs> so I'll tell you when we stop recording.
2: I want to know this story.
0: <laughs> You'll know after we're done. I'll tell you. Okay. So <laughs> the, on the way back, I was a little under the weather because I had been consuming lots of alcohol.
2: <laughs> while I was in, right. in, in Salzburg.
0: <laughs> and... We had two stops on the way in or on the way back. On the way in, we went to these really cool salt mines where you like literally like go down these giant wooden slides.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was so fun. But on the way back, we had two stops. One was at a monastery, which was like it was like a church and a school. And I had a work comp case in 2010. And my lawyer was from Austria and he went to that school. Holy right? shit. Yeah, uh, I brought him yeah. pictures and he's like, oh, yeah, th- I went here. I was like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. anyway so the other stop was a concentration camp mm. i know it just got really awkward <laughs>
2: i had a feel no i had a feeling this was going here when you said austria and i was like mm-hmm. i didn't want to sound like a know-it-all but i'm like i have a feeling this is where this is going so
0: <laughs> it was it's where we went so it is a concentration camp in austria it's called Monhausen, and it was a work camp so my hungover ass is Sobering up on this ride, we get there. First thing you do is they bus you into this welcome center that looks like just like every other welcome center to a museum mm-hmm. in the United States, low rent type. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, there's stuff on the wall. And like, this, this is going to be really boring. And then you leave there and they take you in and you go out. And the first thing you see is this big plaque on the side that talks about like the liberation day of this camp, which was May 6, 1945. And as an American and the fact that we'd just gone to war, I felt this huge sense of pride because I was like, this is really cool that they're talking about U.S. troops essentially liberating this camp, giving people back their freedom. Mm -hmm. So then you go through the whole concentration camp. We went in and they basically take you on the tour like you are a prisoner and you're getting like checked in. Mm -hmm. So the first place you go is to the shower room, which is Nazi soldiers were like some of the most fucked up people I have ever heard of in my life. They would make these guys, they strip naked. Mm. That's if you made it inside, if they didn't just decide to make you an example and shoot you outside. Mm -hmm. Right. You get inside and they make you strip naked. Men and women are separate. And then they'd have you run from one side of the room to the other under these showers. And one, like, one line would be hot. So, like, one head, shower head would be hot. The next one would be freezing. So, it'd be, like, scalding hot, freezing. I don't know, like, if it's, like, you remember when you were a kid and you were, like, at a hotel and you would, like, jump from the hot tub into the pool mm-hmm. and then back and forth? Like, but <laughs> yeah. the extreme of that, like, freezing cold and boiling hot. And then when they'd get to one side, they'd throw, like, delousing powder on them and then they'd make them do it again. And they would just do this. And if you fell and broke your leg, they would just, like, laugh and... So then the next place they take you is they'd say like, if you're good enough to work, you're going to go out this door. But let's say you're not able to work. You're old. You're not someone they want. You're going to go into this room and you walk into this room and they shut the door behind you while you're in the fucking room. And then they tell you you're in a gas chamber. Oh, fuck. So I had like literally a panic attack, like straight up panic attack. I'm like one, I'm 16 and I'm thinking what if someone just fucked with us and dropped mm-hmm. gas in here and we died? Oh, mm-hmm. they, the door shut, but it could be open from the inside. So that, <laughs> that was good. Um, and then they, they just basically tell you, like, this is what happens in here, that they gassed them. They would bring them in here naked and they would gas them. And then other prisoners would have to carry them out. So then you go out and you go on this other tour. And what made this particular concentration camp mm-hmm. horrible, in my opinion, is it was a work camp, but it was a rock quarry the prisoners would have to carry these giant boulders up on their back and the fucking SS would just like hit them in the back of the knee and they would like roll down these stairs, killing themselves and probably people behind them. And it was said that they did this for fucking sport. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Right. It's so fucked up. So they showed us that. And then we went into a barrack and I was sitting in a barrack or standing in the barrack and I have never felt oppression like that in my life. Like I don't even know how to explain and to the point where like I physically had to sit on the floor like Mm -hmm. seated in the fetal position holding my knees feeling like I'm gonna cry and Mm -hmm. the um, guide says something in German and I have no clue what he's what I think it was a he he said Mm -hmm. and then one of the teachers translated and said I see you're sitting on the floor and lots of people get this way when they come in here they feel like they have to be on the floor because it's they feel the weight of all the sadness
2: mhm oh and like,
0: yeah so imagine at 16 without your parents you're in this foreign country and you're just like fuck i literally cannot get lower to the floor at this point like I could just feel it was like if I had to put what I thought all of the emotions were, it was like I was feeling heartbreak and sadness and anger and rage and feeling hopeless and also feeling like a sense of hope. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to fucking survive. I'm going to get there. Like it was kind of like this. It was so messed up. And this feeling of was jumbled that I couldn't handle it at 16. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So then what they did, they were like, okay, go out. You can walk around the grounds. They told us you can't go down the staircase to the rock quarry for some reason. Oh, they were redoing the cemetery because after, you know, we came in and liberated, they came in, they made a cemetery essentially to help, mm-hmm. you know, rectify the issues. So I was standing there looking and this guy, and I think his name is Chris. I'm not sure. Like, I'm trying to remember, mm-hmm. but it's been like, you know, it's it's been a long time, guys. <laughs> So he's standing there and he says to me, this is just so sad. And I look at him, I look, I actually like physically turn and look at him and say, this is really heartbreaking. And when I turn and look at him, I see this fucking kid standing down the road because there was just these line of buildings and we were across from them where the fields were Mm -hmm. and when it was open, but now is the cemetery. I'm like, do you see that kid? And he Mm. turns around and he's like, I see that kid. So, you know, teenagers, we ran off to see what it was and we walk over and we get about, I want to say anywhere from 50 to 75 feet away. The kid turns and looks at us and then starts walking straight between these two buildings, like just kind of like was facing that way, turned and looked at us, looked back, walked straight. So this guy and I like quickly pick up our pace and we were like running over and we see the kid And he's standing between these two buildings and he stopped and he like full body turns and looks at us. And I've never been more fucking scared of my life. He didn't have black eyes like a black eyed kid. The only way to describe it is like the area around his eyes was like bleeding out black from underneath and on top until it like kind of grayed out.
1: Yeah.
0: And his mouth was black around it. And I was like, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Oh, my God. And I look at this guy next to me and he's like looking at it like, what the fuck is that? And then the kid just runs as fast as he can into what we think is an open door. And so we walk down this path like between the buildings, like the little alleyway. And we get to where the kid was. There's no fucking door. It's a goddamn brick wall. Oh, fuck. He's a ghost. 100% besides the creepy
2: fucking eyes. Yeah, that's the part that's, like, got me, like, oh, shit, like, what (laughs) the fuck? I thought this was about to be, like, a sad, like, little boy go, but now it's, like, oh. "Oh." Like, the gas poisoning. Right.
0: I don't know if that could have caused it or something like that, like. And
2: also maybe because, you know, they were all very, like, malnourished. Right.
0: They were, you know, so that can
2: cause, like, darkening around the eyes or whatever, so I could see that, I guess. It,
0: It was probably, like, one of the most terrifying experiences of my life, and I was just, like, What the fuck is that? And so he and I are like standing there. He's pushing on the wall. Like, is this like, is it fake? Like, is this some fucking prank that this this place is playing on people? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it's just a solid goddamn brick wall. And I'm like, I am so afraid right now. So we come back, and of course they're like, where were you guys? Huh? Mm -hmm. We were in the quarry. (laughs) Like, where were you guys? What were you doing? (laughs) And like they were like questioning us, like we were doing something inappropriate. I'm like, okay. For one, I'm 16. I'm in a foreign country. At a concentration camp. I'm pretty sure this is not an ideal hookup space. I'm not turned on right now. Right. Like, (laughs) Mm -mm. this is not the emotion I'm feeling. I'm fucking terrified at this point. Right. And we tell them, like, we saw this, like, ghost kid, and they're like, okay, guys, yeah, there's a fucking ghost kid. I'm like, nope, there was a goddamn fucking ghost kid. And, like, they're like, you need to calm down. And then the, one of the employees came over and they're like, what's going on? And she, this employee spoke no English, didn't speak any English. My the, one of the teachers translated to her and she looked and then my exchange student said she said something in German. She like got her eyes and she started nodding like, yes. And I'm like, there's fucking kids there. They're like, oh, it was so scary. And to this day, it's like vividly imprinted in my mind. I will never forget that child's face. It was. I don't even know how to explain it. Like when people ask me how they how I felt going to a concentration camp, I tell them it's best of both worlds because well, it's not even best of both worlds, but it's two different worlds because part of you is just like, this is the most heartbreaking you're ever going to feel. Right. Because of what humans did to other humans. And then it's also one of the most eye opening experiences about how you should treat others and how you should call shit out. When you see injustices happening because mob mentality, like people ask today, like, how can this happen? Like, how did Hitler take over? Because people didn't stand up. And I know this is a little soapboxy of me and sometimes I get on this rant, but we can't ever get to there as a society again. Because I don't want to be a generation when kids like me come along and tour the tragedies I put on the world right mm-hmm. as a class field trip so those are my little ghost stories I have several others because I you know I'm crazy and I just attract it so <laughs>
1: but this is a good
2: start yeah this is a good, good start. start and yes. my other ones
0: aren't as exciting as these two I really my... liked
2: that though I mean I that's kind of mm-hmm. I, I feel like that sounds weird to say I really liked that but no well, I get just, it you know and I feel like you would have to, to go to a place like that you would have to be completely fucking shut off from everything to not feel something. Right. You know, because there is just so much and it's like, you were probably feeling the emotions of every single person that was in that place. It's right. just a combobulation.
0: It's like so hard to even put into words. I sit here and I'm, I'm like, I'm failing to relay or tell you how the feeling, like what the feeling was. Mm-hmm. It It's like being the most devastated you've ever been, but knowing that it already happened and you're safe, but the people that that happened to weren't. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So let's talk about something that's not as depressing as my little story. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Or I'm going to cry.
1: (laughs) No. So, okay. So this is, it's, (laughs) you guys know our recording stuff is a little miscombobulated. I'm getting you one more drink in. Before we wrap this shit up. Okay. So real time. Today is the 11th. So this will be up for you guys. The 14th. Woohoo. Jess. Yes. I'm going to pass it to you in a second. Because on Friday, the 18th, (gasps) our spooksters have something they need to watch out for on our merch store. Don't they?
0: Yes. I'm just going to straight out say what it is. So January 18th is National Winnie the Pooh Day. (laughs) Who knew that was a day? You know? My mom did. uh, (laughs) My mom is obsessed. <laughs> she would know that. Thank you, Nicole's mom. Nicole's mom didn't this, but I feel like if Nicole's mom had been near us, she would have told us so in spirit. Um. My mom is actually a spookster, just so everybody knows. Like, what? what? That's awesome. What's <laughs> your mom's name? Janine. Hi, Janine. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for listening and supporting us and letting your daughter come on and play with us. <laughs> she encourages it. So it's January 16th. Or 18th, which is now going to be Janine's favorite day ever, um, (laughs) is National Winnie the Pooh Day. So our merch store is launching, and I have been working on it all day today, the merch for our launch. Emily made this amazing. If you haven't seen it on our Facebook page or Facebook group, it's fantastic. She made this amazing thing after something really just funnily stupid I said. I did not script that. It came out. I don't even know how it came out, but it was amazing. Thank you so much, Emily. So we're going to put that on some merch. I'm not going to tell you what kind of merch it is because I want you to go look at it. And it's going to be limited time only. I don't know how long it's going to be, but it's limited time. Mm-hmm. Um, we might bring it back later, probably every January, <laughs> but <laughs> limited time only. So go check that out this Friday. Yes, absolutely. And if
1: you're not a Facebook Fan, our link is in our other socials for our merch store. It's on our, in our bios for Instagram and Twitter too.
0: Mm -hmm. And if I got my shit together, our blog should be up.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) It's been a long week at work. So I've been putting it up. So Lizzie Borden should be up and we'll talk, I'll put stuff on there. It's linked to our Instagram. Our Instagram is on there. So if you go to threespookgirls.com, you can get to our Instagram from there. And then we also have some other fun socials. You want to talk about those, Tara?
1: Yeah. So uh, like I mentioned briefly, we also have Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are at 3 Girls. I know that previously we've kind of mentioned it and everything, but at this point, it's super exciting because we're kind of, when we hit 1K, there might be some kind of fun giveaway for those folks over there. So we are over halfway there. We are at over 630 followers, which is fucking awesome. So thank yep. you guys so much. If you are on Insta and haven't followed us yet, check us out there because we post all kinds of fun stuff. And then we post polls and all that good stuff. And then I know not everyone jumps on Twitter, but if you do, we are there too. It's it's great. And even if any of our listeners, you know, over there on Twitter, it's more networking and hanging out with other people who podcast. So if you have a podcast, come follow us. We'd love to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And we always forget to mention, but we, <laughs> we also have a like page on top of our group page. Our like page on Facebook is just, three spooked girls. Um, We've gotten a couple messages on there from you guys for listeners and counters. And one of them will be in the February episode. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And of course our group, I don't think we mentioned the name. If you're not in there, it is three spooked girls official. So you'll find us over there. And of course, also the last little businessy thing is our Patreon. This is kind of newer we will be having on the last day of the month, so the 31st, we'll have a patron-exclusive episode. So if you're not one already, you can still join. And even if you're just donating a dollar to us, you'll get access to that content. So that's just patreon.com slash 3 Girls, Or if you're on that website for other podcasts you love, you can just search us and you'll find us that way.
0: Yes, which is exciting. The content this month is going to be terrifying.
1: Super, Super scary, but we're going to stay secretive and mysterious Mm -hmm. because if you're not a patron you can't know you're not in the cool kids club
2: (laughs) so i just have a question because it seems like you guys have all your other bases covered when is the three spooks girls snapchat coming
0: (laughs) that's too much work (laughs) you don't want that because other than this i'm very boring yes it's all right i don't actually know how to work snapchat that's all it would be is like our dogs
1: (laughs) our dogs some food
0: yeah some keyboard every once in a while yeah,
1: so no, not Snapchat for now. Um, I think our biggest, our most active stuff would be our Facebook group and our mm-hmm. Instagram. So come hang out with us there. Yeah, your girl is a moderator. So
2: yeah. we're trying to get really chatty up in there.
0: You guys are so active on there. It, it was getting a little out of hand for us. So we were like, Nicole, help us. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> We can't always be everywhere, and so more eyes are better, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here tonight, Nicole. Yes. Yeah, we, no problem. Uh,
2: Anytime. Came to our rescue today.
0: <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, I yeah. do that
2: a lot. Not for you guys in general, but, you know. Nicole's a good person to have in your corner.
1: Fuck to the yes. That's why she's my bestie. I love her.
2: Love you. But
1: yes, <laughs> all kinds of cool, fun stuff, and check out that fucking Winnie the Pooh stuff and if you are like what the hell are you guys talking about Winnie the Pooh for you need to go back a few episodes go to the blood countess episode that's where that's at and you'll find Jessica's reference and me being like Emily we need this she She did like
0: she did it it. It was like Monday afternoon I get this message from Tara and she's like oh my god look at this I was like what the fuck Yay! amazing I'm excited Tara's excited Nicole's excited
2: I'm stoked Hell yeah. And I'm gonna have to buy some for my mom apparently. So. I know. <laughs> yes, she'll Mother's fucking love it. be
0: a couple months away, but it's my big good Mother's Day present for her. <laughs> you should just drop a hint what you want Nicole to get you. <laughs> like, I want that.
2: Oh, you know, you this guys, guys would look don't great. understand. You know how we're always talking about people with like the doll collections and the, the clown collections? Tara yeah. has been to my parents' house. There is fucking Winnie the Pooh everywhere. True. There is a giant winnie the pooh painting of like him and christopher robin and the whole gang like on the living room wall it's bigger than me i
0: i don't even she's right it's true (laughs) i mean to kind of give winnie the winnie the pooh some clout like he's so og in disney i remember like watching him all the time and i don't think kids today know like the cartoons that we used to watch Mm -hmm. which were amazing so i always feel like when i go to disneyland that People are like, ah, it's okay. It's Winnie the Pooh. They're all about Tigger. And I'm here to say that Tigger would be nowhere without Pooh. I have always kind of felt like I was Eeyore. (gasps) very,
2: very associate with Eeyore.
0: I know. But I think Eeyore (laughs) is like, that group, if they didn't have Eeyore, would have just gone off the crazy deep end. Because he was like, kind of the voice of reason. Like, okay, guys. I get too excited. It's just a fucking birthday. And again, this Mm -hmm. is why it is what I associate with, because that's what I do in real life.
2: (laughs) But side note, because I feel like this is relevant to you guys' whole shtick here. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the video where somebody took the trailer for the, the Christopher Robin movie and they made it a horror movie? I have not posted the Facebook You need to group. go Jesus, watch Jesus. it. Find it. Okay, I will post, or I'll give you
0: the link, and you, you can post have to post it, it on it Monday, though.
2: Yes, <laughs> it will be there Monday, so it makes a little sense. Yes. Fuck yes. But it is freaking terrifying. It's like, and they left the trailer as it is. They just, like, changed the music and stuff, and it's just like, oh, my God, what kind of movie is this? It's awesome. I am here for it.
1: <laughs> oh, and the day this comes out is the day the new Halloween movie comes out on DVD. So <gasps> I'm going to be fucking watching that. So if you're going to be watching that too, or you've seen it, let me know your thoughts. Cause I missed it when it was in theaters and me too. I'm, fucking, I'm so excited.
0: I feel like it was only out for a quick minute.
1: Right? Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, definitely super fucking pumped. Going to go, go to target wherever and pick that shit up.
0: I don't really like scary movies. We've, we've discussed this on chicken shit, but I love the Halloween movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we posted Halloween H2O, that was totally my pick. It's my favorite (laughs) because, you know, I'm that generation who is like, oh, my God, Josh Hartnett. Yay.
1: Well, and it's just Jamie Lee Curtis is the OG scream queen.
0: Oh, my God. How can you not? Come on. Which is another. I used to watch that TV show, too. Okay, well, that wraps it up for us today. Again, check out all the socials we just talked about. And we will see you next week. Say bye, everyone. Bye! Bye.